Hi, welcome back to Fitness and Nutrition with Coach Adamir. It's me, Coach Adamir. <laughs> I'm excited to be back with you all. Um, I'm really excited to cover these topics. I'm really excited that you guys are tuning in. Um, as you can tell, I'm really excited. So if you are tuning in again, I appreciate you. I really do. I hope that you're getting some value out of this. I hope you're learning something. I hope that you're using it. Um, and if you're new to this podcast, just as I am, I appreciate you checking it out. Um, for those of you who don't know, I'm covering common nutrition questions over the next few episodes, just so that we can clear some confusion, clear the air, uh, kind of so you can see where I'm coming from as far as um, my philosophy and how I feel about nutrition and fitness and things like that. Um, so if you know, something comes up where you have a question that you didn't think of before, or I may have answered one question, but two more questions popped up, please reach out to me on Instagram and Twitter. You can find me at Coach Adamir. That's my handle on both social media accounts. Just follow me there, and we can definitely start uh, a discussion. You can ask me some questions, and we can go from there. Okay, so for today, I will cover four questions. Um, like I said, I've heard these over the years, and I read about them all the time. I see people post about these things all the time. So I just wanted to give you my perspective on it and how I feel about it, and at the same time give you a little bit of, you know, fact-based answers okay so again I said four questions it shouldn't take too long but knowing me I'll probably go off on a tangent so just bear with me okay please all right here we go so question number one well four technically because the series and this is four anyways you'll catch on question number four should I avoid carbs should I avoid carbohydrates? So, short answer, no. Long answer, no. But just make sure we're getting the right kinds of carbs. All right, so first things first, let's make sure we all know what a carbohydrate actually is. Now, there are three types of carbs. You got your sugars, you got your starches, and you got your fiber. All right, sugars, which are also called simple carbohydrates because they're the most basic form and they eventually turn to fat in our bodies. We all probably know that. Starches, those are complex carbohydrates. Those are made of lots of simple sugars strung together. So potatoes, whole wheat bread, uh, rice and quinoa, those are also starches, but they also have fiber, which is the third type of carb. And fiber is the kind of carb that you really want to have in your diet. So when we talk about avoiding carbs it's really tricky there because fiber is a carb you really want in your body fiber is a complex carbohydrate whole grains fruits beans vegetables things that your body actually needs that will convert properly into energy that your body will use whether it's for a workout whether it's for your daily activity whatever you're doing your body needs energy and so i'm sure you've heard many times before Cutting out carbs is going to be the best way to lose weight. However, the best thing to do is eat a moderate amount of the right types of carbs. And the right types of carbs in order you're going to want to eat are fiber, starch, and then your sugars. 
Now there are sugars in fruit and things like that, but what we're talking about here is processed sugar, refined sugar, stuff that isn't found in nature. Okay, so when it comes to your fiber and your starches, if you're a male, you're gonna want about one to two cupped handfuls per serving per meal. Okay, and then for, if you're a female, one cupped handful. Now obviously these measurements will vary based on your goals, based on your height, weight, little things like that. But overall, that's kind of a general rule of thumb as far as portion control and how you want to uh, create your meals around your weight loss goals, your fitness goals, whatever it may be that you're trying to accomplish. Um, so at the end of the day, carbs are not inherently fattening. Right, especially if it's whole non-processed food. And what that means is basically like closest to nature in composition. So a potato is not whole non-processed. A potato chip, completely processed. So that's basically the main difference um, between a good carb and a bad carb in, in its simplest form. But you also have to make sure you're eating the right types of carbs when you are eating those good carbs. All right, that's gonna help optimize your recovery and your performance when training. Um, especially if you're not training, you're gonna sleep better, you're gonna digest your food better, you're just gonna have better energy throughout the day. So cutting out carbs completely can facilitate rapid weight loss, but it's not a practical solution in the long run. At the end of the day, your body's eventually going to crave carbohydrates and not function at its most optimal level. All right, so if you're looking for uh, veggies that are rich in carbohydrates, you're gonna look at yams, beans, pumpkins, sweet potatoes, broccoli, all those green uh, vegetables, asparagus, spinach, cucumbers, things like that, and then onions, peppers, cucumbers, uh, white potatoes, those are all good for you, right? They grow in nature, they're whole, they're unprocessed, they're nutrient dense, they're mineral dense, they're vitamin dense, ethos and if you're afraid of fruits please don't be afraid of fruits okay because if you're gonna have rich carbohydrates and you're gonna eat fruits apples mangoes pears grapes peaches berries all your berries oranges bananas pineapples all those things are so good for you so absolutely completely cutting out carbs is not in my opinion the best idea for you especially if you've never done something like before all right so question number five another question about avoiding a food group so if you know me avoiding food groups is probably gonna be a no for me <laughs> but question number five here should i avoid grains again no most people trying to stay lean are gonna do best with a reasonable amount of whole grains. So any food that's made from wheat, rice, oats, cornmeal, any cereal grain, and then you got your bread, pasta, grits, tortillas, things like that, popcorn, rice, again, oatmeal, those are all made from grains. So when we talk about oatmeal, when we talk about rice and uh, cornmeal and barley and things like that, those are good for you. Those do have nutrients that your body does need. So again, completely eliminating grains, not the best idea. All right. And it's a very trendy discussion right now because they're made to be diet enemy number one. Um, two things come to mind, the paleo and the whole 30 diet, they make grains out to be this evil food group that you just shouldn't eat. 
But on the other side of it, they're also not like this superfood that vegetarians tout and say that it's the best thing on the planet for you. All right. There is going to be a middle ground with grains. Um, it's going to have to be moderations. So I wouldn't suggest completely cutting out, but maybe just sprinkle throughout the day as like a snack, small portion of it. Um, you know, at the end of the day, if, if you're going to follow a diet, the best diet is going to be one that you can consistently follow and that's going to provide the results you're looking for. All right. So find the balance that works for you when eating these types of grains. Okay. And certain people, yes, I know they're going to be intolerant of certain foods, but other than that, there's no real reason to exclude food from your diet. Okay, please. Um, and I will cover food intolerances at some point. So stay tuned for those. But yeah, food intolerances should be the only reason to completely eliminate a food group. Okay, and again, we'll get more into that later. You can, you know, talk to me more about that later if you want. But that's how I feel about it. All right. So question number six, what and when should I eat for my workouts? This is a question I get a lot. Um, you know, as a trainer, you always get, should I eat before I train? Should I eat after? How long after? What should I eat? How much should I eat? All those questions come into play when you're training and I get it. You know, it's, like, there's so much confusion out there. There's so much being said, like, eat this, don't eat that. You should eat this many calories before a workout. You shouldn't eat protein after 45 minutes after your workout. Like, it has to be within a certain time or else it doesn't absorb. Oh, drives me crazy. And I'm sure it drives you crazy too. So what I try to tell everybody, or actually not what I try to, but what I do tell everybody is you really have to understand how your body's gonna react to the food you give it and the workout you do after or before, right? Well, again, I've said this before and I'm, you're probably gonna hear me say this a lot, but what works well for me is not gonna work well for you. So if, if a friend of yours is telling you, hey, you should try this, this is what I've been doing, it may not work for you. Your body may not respond the same way that your friend's body responded. So. I know a lot of people that can eat before a workout and be just fine. I know other people that if they were to eat before a workout, they'd throw up. That's me. And it really depends on the type of workout. If I'm going to go do cardio, if I'm going to sprint, if I'm going to hit the Versa climber, if I'm going to hit the ladder, maybe do some basketball, some soccer, I'm probably not going to eat. And if I do, it's going to be something very light, maybe a protein shake, maybe a banana, super, super light. And if I'm lifting weights, then maybe I'll have a little something more hearty. But even then, I've learned that if I eat before a workout, sometimes I feel sluggish. I don't have as much energy to push through the workout. And then later in the day, I make poorer food choices. It's true. I'm not perfect. Okay? I'm sorry. You know, after a tough workout, you get hungry. First thing that comes to mind, you just want to go get it. I'm sorry. I'll be better I promise <laughs> all right so back to the topic um it's your physiology right like I like I said I've had people come in who don't feel well because they didn't eat enough I have other people who have to stop early because they ate too much 
right? And it all depends on what you eat beforehand. If you have to eat, great, that's fine. But don't eat 20, 30 minutes before your workout and have it be a big bowl of Chipotle. You know, I have clients that do do that. They'll go, they'll have Chick-fil-A, they'll have Chipotle, and it's like, it's healthy, right? They go, no, not before your workout and not healthy. Don't put it in the same category. It's better than other places, but it's not quote-unquote healthy if you're trying to lose weight, if you're trying to accomplish some goals in the physical fitness arena, okay? Um, and in general, I would say at least if you're going to eat something, do it at least an hour beforehand. Don't try to do it within that time frame. Your body's still digesting. You're going to get sick. You're going to have less energy, and it's just going to be bad all around. Just a waste of a workout, waste of probably good food. Don't do it, please. All right. And if you're in a position where your goals are to increase your size or muscle, then you're going to increase your carb and protein in intake. Right? You're going to maybe go 20 to 30 grams more of protein per serving and about 30 to 45 grams more of carbs per serving. All right, Keep that in mind. And if you're doing the other side of it where you're trying to lose some weight, drop some body fat, then lower your protein and carb intake before and after your workout. All right, It's the same thing, just calorie deficit or calorie surplus depending on your goals. All right, guys, last question. Number seven, if you're writing these down, this is question number seven. Should I drink less alcohol? Great, great question. Uh, works out because this is October 3rd. I just started Sober October. So, woo, let's go. Let's get it. Um, but common question. I've heard it a lot. You know, I know we all have our alcoholic beverage. It's almost part of our culture. It's uh, something we do with our friends, something we do with our family. It just is part of us in a sense, right? But if optimal health and fitness is your priority, then yeah, consider reevaluating your drinking habits. I do all the time. You know, there are times when I need to drop weight or cut weight or just get back on track. You know, you take a break, it's okay. That actually helps you know that you can take a break and the alcohol doesn't have a control over your life, all right? I, and I'm not gonna sit here and tell you not to drink, all right? I'm not that kind of person, I'm not that kind of trainer, I'm not telling you what to do. I'm giving you the information and I'm advising you that if you have goals and if you're trying to accomplish something, if you're trying to break habits, then yeah, stop drinking, drink less moderate your behaviors, right? There's a great number of different studies on the effects of alcohol, including studies on the possible cardiovascular benefits of alcohol. So, you know, it's, it's tough for someone to say, stay away from alcohol completely, because it may help in certain areas, depending on the study you read. <laughs> um, but at the end of the day, and, and no one wants to hear this, but truth bomb guys, no one really knows who will benefit from light to moderate drinking or non-drinking, right? Any level of drinking comes with risks. Any level of non-drinking also comes with risks. You may end up picking other bad habits and, and that happens. But, you know, when it comes to minimizing alcohol in our lives, it just really needs to be moderated. And if you want to know if you're a heavy drinker, 
if you're a female and you're drinking one drink a night, seven drinks a week, you're considered a heavy drinker. And if you're a male, double that. Two nights a week. You know, I get a lot of people be like, hey, I'm not losing body fat. You know, it's just like right here around the belly. I don't get it. I eat good. I, eat, I don't eat a lot of carbs. I exercise with you. And my first question is, do you still drink? Oh yeah, you know, I have maybe one or two glasses a night. I go, that's seven nights a week. It's 14 drinks a week. Right? That's considered heavy drinking. That's what we talk about when we call, uh, uh, when we talk about our carbs. That's a sugar carb that turns into glucose, turns into body fat. You don't want that in your system. You don't need that all the time. So moderate it or cut it out completely. Just don't overdo it. That's the point not overdoing something. However, if you are going to continue drinking and you're going to just maintain your level of it and you're like, I'm okay, I'm fine, I'm not worried about, you know, body fat like that, you know, I, I'm uncomfortable. Great, that's fine. Just understand there also are some other health problems that will involve the heart, your brain, your immunity, hormones, liver, metabolism, you know, when we talk about metabolism, we talk about weight gain, sickness sometimes, because your body isn't metabolizing food and getting rid of those toxins properly. So consider those things as well, okay? And even if you're light and moderate drinking, that can still affect your sleep, your appetite. It can affect your decision-making because maybe you're not thinking clear clearly throughout the day. Maybe you're just you know, groggy, tired, just cloudy it happens and it can have an impact on your personal goals as well your career goals maybe your relationships it's gonna happen so be mindful of that be aware of that all right I also I like I said earlier I know that it's part of our culture so it's difficult to stay away but just know what's important to you and base your decisions on drinking on what your goals are and what you're trying to accomplish and who you're trying to be um, you know, I even suggest maybe tracking your habits, tracking your drinking, like writing it down in a journal. Oh, I went out today, I had one drink. Um, oh, I didn't go out today, I felt like drinking, but I just decided not to. Write everything down, see how you're, so you can see your thought process throughout the week and see what triggers throughout the day cause you to feel like you have to go have a drink, all right? Um, chances are you realize that a lot of your drinking habits come sometimes from boredom, um, not knowing what else to do, just you're used to it, or it's just a way that you've always dealt with stress, and now you don't think about it in that sense, but it's still a stress reliever for you, so that's just your go-to. And it's most of our go-to, so don't feel bad for it, don't feel ashamed for it, just know that you know, if we want to cut back on it, we just have to be more aware of how much we're consuming all right so like i said i'm i'm participating in sober october with a couple friends of mine uh audrey my fiance is too so if you want to be a part of it again message me find me on instagram find me on twitter i'd love to connect with you and uh do the challenge with you well that about wraps it up to for today's episode, excuse me, uh, we answered four more questions out of our series and we have about 10 more to go. So please stay tuned over the next few weeks so you can get all the information. Um, again, I really thank you guys from the bottom of my heart for tuning in. 
please don't forget to like and share the episode so that anyone around you that you think can get some value from it can listen to it. Um, and just make sure you follow wherever you listen to podcasts so that you always get alerted when there's a new episode. Um, but yeah, I will talk to you guys soon. If I don't hear from you throughout the week, I will talk to you on Monday. As always, go have a great week. Love yourself and go be the best version of yourself. Bye.